It's trash. I guess like the craft singles is considered yeah. government cheese. No, it's not. Yeah. Ew, that's why I, I never eat craft singles. Dude, I'm telling you, Ew. no one eats craft singles. Why? It's government freaking cheese, bro. Full Circle is brought to you by KH Industries, Connecticut's leading neighborhood landscaper. Check them out on Facebook for a quote today. Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast for pop culture, sports, internet stories, and more. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Fred. Full Circle is brought to you by... Yo, what up, Circle people? It's season two, episode 23 of uh, Full Circle with Nick and Fred. (laughs) I'm your host, Fred. I'm your co-host, Nick. Guys, we back at it again. It's Wednesday for us. It's going to be Thursday for you, and y'all get this tomorrow morning. Um, we got quite a show lined up for you, as always. Appreciate you guys coming back and listening to us. That's it. That's, I don't I don't have anything cooler after that. Thanks for listening. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Nick, you want to jump into something early. What do you want to get into, my guy? What are you feeling? What up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. So, Fred, God, I got to like, I gotta, you know, you ever do something? And you're like proud of yourself for doing it. And you're like, yeah, I did this. But you kind of know, like, if you like tell her people, like, they're not going to give a shit about us. So you're just like, oh. They're going to shame like, the shit out of you. Yeah. No, not even shame, but you're just like, like, for example, right? I uh, I took an old PC and I, I installed Windows XP on it. And I, I'm kind of proud of myself for doing it because it's like a little harder to do than like installing your Windows 10 now. I'm just proud of myself for doing it. I don't know. Hey, you should be proud of you for doing it. I mean, don't you go to school for that stuff? Aren't you supposed to know how to do it? Yeah, but like, I'm still, you know, a little proud of myself for doing it. You know, it was a little difficult. I search some things. I mean, let me let me lock it down for the non-nerds. Me and you play FIFA on Xbox, right? Correct. My girlfriend fails to oh. see the understanding of being a high-tier FIFA soccer player on Xbox. So... She wanted me to go pick up pizza tonight, but I had to try to get to Division Two. You were in there. You're the goalie. You get it. This is it's a perfect example. Yeah, that's a good example. But uh, so Fred, the reason why I was making a uh, XP uh computers because uh for some reason I got nostalgic and I wanted to play this old computer game I used to play as a kid. It's like 20 years old, but it doesn't work on the new Windows 10. It only works on the XP. So that's why okay. I did all that. I started playing my game, and then I remembered while I was playing the, my game, like, oh, there used to be old cheat code that you can do. So I looked them up, and it made me think, Fred, why are cheat codes a thing in the first place? Like, what what created them? Doesn't, right? Aren't you curious about that? Like, why they came to be? I mean, a little bit. I'm sure you looked into this, so I don't want to, like, knock down your thunder. You know what I'm saying? But all I can think about right now when you bring this up is I, you had to have the old Grand Theft Autos. Do you remember yeah. it was like XX, left bumper, right bumper, trigger Y, Q, W, X, and then you would get like unlimited ammo or a tank would spawn. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, so I did a little research into it. So I was kind of curious, like, hey, why why are cheat codes in, in there anyways? So the original reason why, um, maybe you would have guessed this, why they have cheat codes are like game developers use it so they can easily test out the game. So like, you know, they'll give themselves unlimited health so they can't die so they can like test out the boss like, max damage they output or like they do it so they can jump to any level anytime and conveniently test it out okay that is not the direction i was going with at all you want to hear my thought process on this yeah i honestly thought they did it because if you remember back in the day um like older games you couldn't like playstation 1 playstation 2 ish for example they didn't it was really hard to save data like they didn't have the cloud and like you weren't you weren't online all the time you had memory cards and shit i don't know if you remember that sd cards and stuff 
So I thought maybe they would do that because you remember you always get to a certain level and if you like went to bed, then you had to restart the next day. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's we, easier to skip ahead, you know what I'm saying? So that I thought it had something to do with like storage or like save data stuff, but that makes a lot more sense. No, yeah. So um, that's why that's what I originally for. And then in 1985, there's a famous cheat code called the Konami code. It was for this game called um, Gradius. It was like a little like side scroller shoot 'em up game, you know, like a classic old game. And basically, the create it gave the like you you control the ship and it gave the ship extra weapons or whatever to help them beat the level. And the creator put it in the game to help him beat his own game because his own game was too far hard for him. So eventually it was like a famous cheat code and uh, everyone found out about it and they st- it was made by the company Konami and they still use it in their games today like Mortal Kombat. It's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start and it's like a famous cheat code apparently. I was going to say Konami is a brand. They make stuff. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize they it was make Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah, that's a huge game. They just made, turned that into a movie franchise as well actually. It released yeah. earlier this year, I believe, not- or late last year. I gotta say, real quick, the nineteen ninety seven movie really good in Mortal Kombat. I gotta go back and watch that. I think we tapped on that when that first came out. I think I mentioned watching the new one, trash. I did not like it at all. But I'm not that kind of guy. It's very gory, very quick. I didn't think there was much of a story there. But I also don't play a ton of Mortal Kombat, so it'd be like watching a Call of Duty, you know what I mean, movie. And it's like if you don't play the game or know the characters, it's probably not as enveloped, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I completely understand that. But yeah, no, I had no idea. I'd never heard about that Konami code. I didn't know there was a universal one. I don't know any other brand that treats it that way. I think they're the only ones that have like a universal cheat code that I always put just because everyone knows. But yeah, nowadays too, mostly cheat codes are just kept in because, uh, you know, it's just fun. let's use, <laughs> yeah, they're just fun. Shakes up the game. Like, you know, play the game a while, like, hey, let me do this. Boom. New, new point of view. I don't know. No, I get that. It's a different, different style, different situation style playing. It's fun. I, I get that. I do get that. Is that, is that your question or is that? Yeah, that was basically my or... question. I was just, you know, confused. I was like, why, why do they have cheat codes in the games? And I found out and I just thought it was interesting. I don't know. Maybe. maybe if you had, yeah, I really thought it was a storage thing. I, I the, the whole advancement or testing the game. That's an amazing, I would have never thought of that. That's, that's genius. Yeah. So um, that's, that's pretty much why. And that's yeah. it. Nick, you ever used a cheat code in real life? Um, No. Good. That has nothing to do with my next topic. Um, did you, I think, did I, I don't know if I sent it to you or not. Did you watch the, uh, this video It's going viral. It's it's an Australian dash cam on YouTube and this truck. Did I, did I send that to you? Did you watch that today? Yes, you did. What did you think of that? What are your thoughts on that? And you can kind of go over the plot for the people if you want to, if you want for the full circlers, if you're feeling, if not, I can go over it. Uh, real quick guys, just Google it. Fred, what should they Google to find this? Guys, literally just Google Australian dash cam and then like like truck. And, and it's like a little, uh, I want to say, I don't even know. I can I can double check on that uh, and I'll put it up on uh, Instagram at full.circlepodcast, guys. But literally, it's just a pickup truck. Right, so this guy's in his dash cam. You can hear everything he's saying, right? So he's driving along at night, comes up to an intersection, and then this freaking like Toyota Tacoma, right? Small truck comes ripping down the road and slams on the freaking brakes. And the driver opens the door and it almost like half hangs at like a 45 degree angle. You're like, what the F? And he gets out with his two passengers and they start hugging slash fighting. And then after about three minutes of this and the guy just parked because he can't go. I mean, he could have gone, but I would have stayed and watched as well. He uh, just films this whole thing with his dash cam and they're like doing like hugging, fighting, weird stuff's going on. And then while they're doing this, they're parked in the middle of the damn street. Um, So I don't know if it was a busy area or not. Uh, A cop 
comes along. And obviously they were trashed or all of them or one of them was trashed. Somebody hops in the truck and immediately takes off and leaves two guys behind. It was the weird, weirdest thing. And then they skip ahead, Nick, and the truck was found in a ditch. It, it just, what the F? Uh, real side note quick, Fred. The, since it's in Australia, they actually drive on the left side of the road. So, so I was actually the passenger uh, seat door hanging off. Oh, yeah, that did throw me. That makes a lot more sense now. Because I was yeah, wondering how the guy got in the other side and got, got driving so fast. Yeah, so that's just all I wanted to say real quick. But No, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, that was that was strange. I was expecting to see a kangaroo, honestly. Dude, I was thinking dingo or like classic, like Australian crap. Like random. This was like the most American Australian thing I've ever seen. But I just thought it was so funny. It was all dudes, you know, bro code. And one of the guys literally gets in and takes off and leaves the two buddies sitting in the middle of the street to deal with the cop. It was just freaking hilarious. I just, I, I don't know. It was. And then, uh, and then it shows something. them crashing a tree later. Oh, it doesn't show the crash. It just shows the trash truck like being pulled out of a ditch. But it's like obviously that drunk guy got crazy. I mean, hopefully he didn't kill himself. But why? I, just weird, man. Just the stuff that goes viral, things that catch people's attention. It was. I mean, it was really well done. It was very. Uh, it was very intense to watch. Actually, for some, for like no reason. It wasn't like super action packed. It was just like, but but somehow gripping. It kind of pissed me off. That's why I had to send it to you. Would you agree, Nick? You were like on the edge of your seat, kind of like, what's happening? What's not- going on? I'm gonna actually say the opposite. I thought I had I don't know I don't know why you sent it to me. I didn't find it that interesting. Oh, all right. There I was guys. You know what more? I was just disappointed. I was like, what's big gonna happen? And nothing big happened. It's just but like you thought there was gonna be something big at yes. every turn and it wasn't, it was, but it was kind of messing with your head. I don't know how to explain it. It was weird. Uh but yeah, again, I'll, it was I'll like, find that link. It's like a thriller that didn't deliver. It was a thriller that didn't deliver. That's spot on. Spot on, actually. Um, but yeah, it was, it's worth the watch. It's weird. It's really weird. Just like leaving your, I, well, but I would never leave my boys behind Nick. I don't, I don't know what, what, if you're drunk, why would you ever take that chance of just parking in the road? It was just weird. It was so well, weird. The guys were fighting, so I don't think they're really boys. Oh, that's true. That's true. So yeah, the two people that got out were fighting and I think it was a third person in the car and he was like, fuck I'm out. The I'm out. Yeah. I ain't getting in trouble. Like, I don't care about these guys that much. I'm out. And then guess what? Didn't work out for him. It actually probably worked out worse for him because he was on yeah. a crash car. Yeah. Facts. Uh, facts. No, I was, it was just, I don't know. It was interesting. It was interesting, but I was about that. Um, I'll just jump into the next one, Nick. And this one I think is a little bit bigger of a story this week. Um, this is kind of weird. And I know we're going to be hitting on a lot of sports stuff uh, just because I feel like there's a lot going on in sports this week, but this one's kind of crazy. So the current um, shortstop, for the uh, Houston Astros cheater, <laughs> cheaters, okay, um, is a man named Carlos Correa, okay, and he goes into free agency this year after having a killer season. Uh, he won his first Golden Glove, okay. This man goes on a podcast, all right, called Megustin Los Deportes, okay. Not sure what that means. I took French. Um, this man like comes on to a MLB podcast. And absolutely rips into Jer- Derek Jeter, saying, and I quote, Derek Jeter, how many gold uh, gold gloves did he win? Five, I think, he won. Derek Jeter didn't deserve any. And Derek Jeter is a very big name in baseball, very revered in the Yankees domain and baseball altogether. Uh, thoughts on going after such a big name? I mean, he must really not like him. I don't know. 
I did. I just think what made that part a little bit crazy to me is this man's a free agent. Now, the article that I was reading on USA Today, they were making a little bit of a quick note on here that he goes into free agency and looking for a big market payout, right? Like he's a Golden Glove winner. He just came off a big season. Who pays big players coming off big seasons? The Dodgers. For those of you who don't know, the LA Dodgers and the Yankees are huge. Okay, so they're saying if the Yankees were to sign him for whatever reason at short, which I think they do need somebody right now, how do you think his uh homecoming would be in Yankee Stadium after ripping on the Yankees Jesus, if you will. Yeah, I don't think it would be good. I don't I don't think they're gonna I don't think the fans would like him. I don't know. I Most just, fans like Derek Jeter. Big risk. I mean if he I, it didn't say anything of like what team he's a fan of or where he grew up, but going after one of the biggest names in the sport I feel like is is just not a wise move to make especially when you're entering free agency. Now everybody goes after there's always that whole thing about uh, performance enhancing drugs. In baseball, people going after bonds, players that don't play anymore. But this is like a recent idol. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Jeter was always known as a good boy. I, I'm like, I'm a Red Sox fan, and I respect the hell out of Jeter. So I don't really understand where this is coming from. I don't understand the hate. Um, but this is big in sports, and I think it's a little underplayed right now. But this is big. I mean, maybe he wanted to be signed by the Red Sox. But I had a couple more things to add, Fred. I don't know if you saw this. I read this in a Barstool article. So, well, one thing. I don't know if you know this, right? But you know who's a uh, owner of the Miami Marlins? No, it's gonna be somebody big. Is it? Is it it's like Derek Jeter? No kidding, really. Derek Jeter is one of the owners of the Marlins, so that's one team that won't sign him for sure. Like, that's insane. I, I in the never article I read, he looked like a good fit for the team too. So obviously, <laughs> Derek Jeter's not gonna <laughs> sign this dude, right? <laughs> Another thing I read: the current Yankees GM. Actually, isn't a big Derek Jeter fan. Isn't it Aaron Boone? No, he was a coach. He's, he's, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's a coach. Sorry. Yeah, whoever the GM is, uh, I'm not sure who that is. Yeah, apparently he's not the biggest fan of Brian Cashman. I'm just dumbfounded, Nick. It doesn't make any sense to me. I watched baseball a lot more when I was younger, and I don't ever remember people having problems with Jeter. He 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 didn't really talk much. He wasn't like a chirper. He just played the game, and people either liked him or hated him for playing the game. Obviously, he won a, ton, a bunch of titles, but I don't know. I just don't get it. And I don't know, possibly shooting your career in the foot. I don't know how big a deal it would make. There's a million other teams he could go to, but, yeah, but I just think that's crazy. Apparently, he doesn't – I mean, he might not be a big Derek Jeter fan. Like, in the article, was saying he tried to get Derek Jeter to move to the outfield in one of his final seasons, you know, instead of a shortstop, and Derek Jeter said no. So, I don't know. But he was there for you. Whatever, dude. It's just yeah, crazy. they're not going to sign him. It would be dumb. But, yeah, it's just kind of odd to be like – Guys, there's two things that are very interesting, and Nick, and I, I apologize for cutting off. I'm gonna, this is the last thing I'll say about it. Derek Jeter did win five freaking Golden Gloves. 04, 05, 06, three in a row, then 09 in 2010. Five times. This kid's won it one time. Okay. So that's advantage cheater. The weird stat here that's very, very interesting. Correa, this young kid, in his whole seven year career, he has a plus 67 in the defensive run saved category, right? So that means that he's plus 67 in run saved. Derek Cheater's career stat was negative 165 defensive runs saved. So statistically, Ooh. there is an interesting stat to be had there. Oh, interesting. It's still yeah. odd to. I don't, know, I, guess it's, I don't know. It's just interesting it's just, to call him out so blatantly. He's just a generational cap for baseball. So I, fi- I just find that very interesting. I'm, I'm trying to find the equivalent. Uh, it would be like, I mean, I, 
it would be kind of like going after Tom Brady as a free agent quarterback. It's like, did you, do you really think that's a good move? Like, oh yeah, Tom Brady, trash. It's like, do you really think that's a good idea to publicly announce when you're going into free? I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it won't have any effect at all. I have no idea, but weird, weird story of the week. I just thought I've never seen Jeter's name slandered, honestly, even as a Red Sox fan, they they respected him. They did those massive send-offs for every team he played in his final year. He had the storybook walk off as his final hit, just classic Jeter American stuff. And uh, it was fascinating to see him get ripped into. Never seen that before. He's a cheater. What, what can you say? He's a weirdo. Oh my god! D- don't you like the Yankees? No, not Jeter's not a cheater. <laughs> Alex Correa <laughs> I just is just a cheater. Him. Yeah, dude. Class. Anybody on Houston? I, that's the other thing too. If you're a Houston Astros player, nothing you say matters. We've been over this last week. I'm not going to get into it again. Uh, Nick, I want to jump in this a little bit because I, I I don't know much about it. You mentioned it a little bit. I think it's relevant. It was a big story this week. Dave Portnoy kind of getting into the mix with some weird stuff going on. So do you want to tap into that a little bit? Uh, if you want to, sounds like you do. I do because I, I am a huge Barstool fan. I don't always agree with everything Dave Portnoy does. He's, he's like the owner president of Barstool um, and he's getting a lot of recognition, some of it pretty bad lately. Um, but I just don't know exactly what's going on. I didn't get a chance to see his press conference that you saw. So um, I just kind of I wanted to lean into that because I wanted to talk about one of my favorite things of Barstool, and I knew you this was a big thing for uh, like a story over the last couple of weeks. So can you get into that a little bit for me? Uh, yeah, sure. So for those of you who don't know, yeah, Dave Bornoy, he is uh, the Barstool whatever president. He's the face of Barstool. So I think it was like two weeks, like last week, almost two weeks ago, Business Insider released Which is what, a magazine, or even I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, kind of like a they're like a gossip news, or something. Yeah, they're like a media news outlet kind of thing. Okay. They released an article about him, basically say, not saying he, he, never saying that he actually raped raped any girls or anything. But they basically pretty much implied that he Was raped three girls. Yeah. No, they're not underage. No, not underage oh. or overage. But he basically implied that he raped three girls. So I read the whole article, everything, and I was like, wow, this is pretty terrible if Dave Port and I actually did this. Then did Dave, he, I want to cut into that a little bit. Did the article have evidence or was it just slander? Like these what was it women saying it was, something or what, it was like, just, it come so from? they they reached they reached out to uh the people that knew Dave because they wanted to do a biopic on him or whatever. And basically these two girls said, like, yeah, they had sex with him and that, you know, it wasn't good or whatever, and he like choked he like choked them when they didn't want to, or he, he did stuff they didn't want to. And they're saying, no one was horrible. Oh, there's so much, there's so much of this. I don't know how much in detail you really want me to get into. No, like, we don't have to get into it that much. I just wanted to kind of get to the general gist of it, but they're anyways, basically going after him. Anyways, they're going after him. Things. Right. And they're saying he did this day. Poor night goes on Twitter and social media and adamantly denies all this saying everything was consensual. He did nothing wrong. He's very, very adamant going completely after them on Twitter saying everything he didn't do. And then eventually he releases his press conference with proof that he doesn't do it. I watched the press conference. He has pretty much DMS from these girls from like, and he has pretty solid proof that like after their meetings he had with these girls, that these girls wanted to meet up back with him. And that essentially they kind of lot for one reason or another, they lied to the business Inside insider about what happened is that Dave Pornoy did not do any of that to him. And that's basically where we're at right now. Dave Pornoy is still going after all those people now. Because basically when the article released, all, you know, the 
everyone on Twitter is going after Dave Porno. Like, wow, you're a piece of shit. Can you do that? Wow, wow, wow. Cancel Dave Porno. Cancel culture, right? And then Dave Porno came back with all these reasons why he didn't do it. And then, boom, now they're all silent. And now it's kind of okay. Well, he made a big deal out of that press conference too. Did it? Yes. Did it? Was that a national press conference or was it Instagram no, it was just, or something? It was just streamed on all social media. Oh, okay. And he, but he was like, you know, at two o'clock, I have all the people at Business Insider who came up with this BS, and like he kind of like went after everybody involved. And I just thought it was kind of crazy because um, I had same thing. I haven't really. I mean, Portnoy's kind of weird. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna utterly defend him. I mean, he's. He's an interesting character, um, but I just thought it was an interesting topic. And well, it, hold on. let me just say like one last thing to like wrap it up, right? Before you get into yeah. everything. So basically, yeah, basically that, that that's everything that happened. News article came out with him. He defended himself. He has he had pretty much pretty good proof to back it up that he didn't do it. Not like definite, but pretty good proof to back up he didn't do it. Then nothing's happened since. But basically, all I have to say about this is, yeah, Dave Bornoy. I don't think he did anything wrong, but the age of this girl, Dave Pornoy's in his mid forties, and these girls are like nineteen, twenty at the time of these things happening. So he's just kind of scummy for doing it, but I don't really think that he did anything wrong. Whether you hate him or like him, I'm if he, I don't know, he's like okay, I don't have any problems with him. But look more into it if you're really curious. But that's basically what happened. Yeah, if you're a barstool guy, that's something to look into. The reason I was even brought brought it to mind was they had another segment on Twitter for one of their. It seems like everybody I know. Obviously, our age group or whatever kind of attracts that market. But you look at Barstool, it seems like everybody in our friend group has like a division of them that they sort of like or really like. So I just kind of want to jump into this as one of my segments this week. Guys, if you're ever looking for something to get, like, get into, there's one section on lowering the bar or, or on Barstool that I really, really like. It's called Lowering the Bar. It's under the Barstool flag, and it's run by a guy named Vibs. I don't know what his actual name is. It's always, you know, you got KFC for the one minute man. I love him as well. Um, if you don't follow him on Instagram, I recommend it. He does random news bits weekly and his take on it, um, but he does it in a very like entertaining way. I uh, really like both of those segments. But lowering the bar is really cool. It's this kid named Vibs. He's got to be in his mid to late twenties. Uh, they get everybody from every segment of Barstool. So like spit and chicklets for what is it foreplay Nick for their golf section or I whatever. I believe so. Um, like chicks in the office or call me dad. Like everybody involved in their in their empire will come into that office in uh, either New. I think it's in New York. And they tried these random things under this lowering the bar thing. So just last week, I sent this to you, Nick, I think. Um, they did like the hottest chip challenge. It, came, it was literally a singular like Dorito that came in a box. And it was literally like a hazard box. And it explained the three stages of heat that you would go through. And like some of the um, the big names that like from the other segments of Barstool were literally throwing up, like sweating, like they could not handle it. Um, pouring milk into their nose and eyes, like literally just trying to get the like they couldn't handle the heat. And they do all sorts of crazy things on this lowering the bar. They did a uh, razor scooter race around the circle of the office and then timed it to see who the fastest person was. It was just, they do these goofy little things that I would like, I idolize as a job. The fact that this kid can do this and it's his job is, is insane. I'm so jealous. Um, but there's like goofy stuff. They try different random foods like liver pates or, or just things that like shouldn't like questionably should be eaten. And uh, they just kind of film it, the reactions and everything. And it's just, it's really, really entertaining. Have you ever seen it, Nick? Yes. My, my favorite one they, that they did on lowering the bar was uh, they had a, they gave someone a Capri Sun pouch, you know, with a little straw on it. And they're like, the fastest that you can undo the straw and then drink the drink, whole like Capri Sun drink. And I think <laughs> the fastest was like 10, like 12 seconds. 
Yeah, the, they get what makes it super good is they get mad competitive, right? So like some of the names, they all know each other, they're all work in the same office, they're all like buddies, and they're like, "What did what did so and so get? What did so and so get?" Because it's usually something tied, or like, can you stomach it? And they just challenge each other, and it's just like it's just dudes being dudes, but they have the girls in it who are just as funny. And I just I don't know, man. I just I really like the characters that Barstool has under their umbrella in each division, and they got some really good people working for them over there. But like, they're it's just. I don't know, man. It just takes me back. It's got like the old YouTube video vibes. Like just, hey, try this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. If you guys are bored, check out Lowering the Bar on Barstool. I don't care who you are. It's super entertaining. And then you guys can DM me directly on Instagram or uh, Facebook, whatever. And I can give you some uh, some suggestions on certain episodes. I think the Razor Scooter one and the, uh, the Hot Chip are probably the two better ones. But they do it with Takis. They do it with candy. You name it. It's insane. Um, they did it with dog food, like dog beer. Nick was one of them. Like they got the beers that they started, the craft places started making for dogs and made humans try it. And they're like, they either liked it or hated it. It's just crazy. So I don't know. Really, really, really like that, uh, that barstool segment. Um, I'm going to, I don't even know how to segue into this. Like there's no like easy way to segue, but paper scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. All right, Nick, I have to bring this up. Okay. I like giving a personal touch on these shows. Okay. But when any time that I go head to head with somebody, I see just rock, paper, scissors, okay, on anything. And it usually comes into play in my purse, like my like my relationship. Like me and Cass do this all the time. Like if one of us doesn't want to do something and the other one doesn't want to do it, somebody's gotta do it. So we rock, paper, scissors, okay? Best of three. Guys, rock, paper, scissors is diplomacy. Period. If you're ever in an argument with somebody and you want to lock it down, it's not like an opinion thing. It's like something that actually requires a call to action. Rock, paper, scissors. I don't want to pay the bill, babe. Your turn to pay the bill for dinner. I don't want to. Okay, rock, paper, scissors. Loser pays. You know, I don't want to do laundry. Loser does laundry. It solves every freaking problem. You can't be biased to rock, paper, scissors. It's the God's way. Okay. But if you're struggling at home or you're getting a lot of confrontation, okay, I, I feel like Nick does this with his parents, but I know he won't try it. Guys, rock, paper, scissors is the move. Rock, paper, scissors, best out of three, solves everything. Everything. Fred, I think I agree with you. It's better than flipping a coin because when you do rock, paper, scissors, you feel like you have a control over it. So I. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, too, Nick, is like, what are you going to say? Like, oh, you cheated? Like, you have to put it down at the same time. Just lock and load, and then you're right. You do have control over it. If you lose, you lose. Accept your defeat. You had a chance. You blew it. Get out. It's just like, I don't know, man. It would be like, it, it, honestly, Nick, it feels like to me like playing pig on in basketball. Like, if you lose, you lose. Period. You can't argue like, oh, I would have done better. Let's do it again. No. Best out of three, you you lost. Go do, go do the thing. Go do whatever the thing is. Right. It's funny you bring up pig because I saw this topic up here and it made me think, you know what's something that is also a really good thing that like this solves everything and everyone respects it in basketball ball. Don't lie. If there's an argument, if there's an argument in basketball, for those of you who don't know, don't play or don't play basketball, how you settle it is shoot for it. So basically one person, one of the people who are arguing for it takes the shot. And if it goes in, they're right. If it misses, they're wrong. And that's how you settle it. It's, it's amazing. It was a pinnacle of college life, Nick. It was a pinnacle of like background, like backyard sports. It's just, it's the rule. Like, do you remember? All right, let me throw this one at you for all you young kids. I don't think anybody young really listens to this, but whatever. You remember when you used to play like wiffle ball and you throw the bat, somebody catches it, and then you do the hand thing? Yep, for first pick. 
Yeah, what, what are you going to deny that? You caught the bat in a certain spot. You put your hand over whoever finishes lose. Like that, That's it. There's no yeah. arguing these points. So either buy a baseball bat for your home life, okay? <laughs> Take that as you will. Or play some damn rock, paper, scissors, guys. But I'm telling uh, you, it'll change your life. I would suggest a plastic bat because a regular bat could lead to some problems. Battery charges. Losing Listen, people here, <laughs> here's the thing. Don't catch a charge, right? That's not a, a full circle recommendation. But you know what I mean? I'm just saying, guys, honestly, try it. Um, I know, uh, you know, quite a few of our listeners I know personally are in relationships. Guys, give it a try. I don't care if it's your best friend. You're like sitting at dinner. You can't decide who wants to pay. Rock, paper, scissors. You don't know what restaurant you want to go to. You pick two of them. Rock, paper, scissors. You you don't know who, wants to, who has to drive or what car you're taking. Rock, paper, scissors. It solves everything. It solves everything. It'll change your life. If you try it, let me know what you think if you haven't already. Um, but that's it. I mean, literally everything. Hey, man, you want to get effed up tonight? I don't know, man. I'm not really feeling it. Rock, paper, scissors. If you lose, you go drink. That's it. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. It's so primitive. It's so undeniable. Oh, it just gets me it's hyped. Destiny. It gets me hyped. All right, Nick, before we get into this pull a palooza round dose or whatever, I don't know how many pull a paloozas we've had to do because I forgot polls last week. So we loaded up this week. Okay. Um, plain and simple. Um, one of our listeners, Allison, reached out to me. Okay, so you know how, and I'm doing this before we lead into these polls, but do you remember we did the poll and we talked about it last week, soap versus body wash? Correct. Facts. The, all right, so one of our listeners, Allison, she hit me up. She's, I, we grew up with her actually in Ellington, but she was telling me about a product I never knew existed, Nick, and this isn't a fake ad. This is real life. It's a soap sock, Nick. So they make, I don't know exactly what the, what the, what the material is. So Allison, I apologize that I'm butchering this, but there's literally a, like a sock that you can, like a fiber sock, like net, almost like a, uh, like a loofah that you put your soap into a bar of soap and it suds it and everything, but you never actually have to touch the bar of soap. It's an actual sock. It's, it's, it's on Amazon. I swear to God, guys, I, I'll make this, we got multiple Google it segments today, but I'm gonna do it right now. Nick, pull up a Google tab on God and look up like Amazon do a bar soap um like if she get a sleeve she called it a sleeve I call it a sock it's a thing it's a thing never seen this before in my life but I might have to give it a try it's just gonna be very hard to convert from my body wash ways I mean oh that does look kind of nice isn't that look kind of like it, like, it looks like it exfoliates. You don't have – the suds from the soap will come out, but you're never touching the actual bar of soap. Now, my problem with this is, though, is it's like it's like a loofah. Would you ever touch someone else's loofah? No. So if you have this in the shower, like if you have a guest over, it's not like body wash where they can just use, like, you know, some of your bottle and you never get right. rid of it. Or You know what I mean? You don't need to worry about that. No one's going over your house. You come over. Oh, my God. The cat's about to knock over a bunch of shit off his desk. Yeah, I just Sick. heard that. But Sick. um thanks. Thanks, Tiki. Fucking peeing us. You're gonna hear that in like ten seconds, but whatever, it's gonna fall. What were you saying? You're you're not gonna have any guests over your house anyways. You need to worry about this. You've been over my house. Yeah, who you else besides me is gonna go over there? Anyways, I, just, I don't want to touch your socks. No one wants to touch think about it. No one's gonna go so, in there and be like, Oh, wait, hold real it, Fred, for real. Are you just gonna show up to someone's shower and be like, Oh, look at this like weird little loofah. Let me use it. No, no that's gonna do point. that. That's my point. If you have guests, you're gonna need the bar, the body wash anyway, because guests use body wash. They don't want. To they should the bring soap. their own body wash. That see now this is this is gonna be a poll for this week. Do you bring your own soap or body wash? Because no offense, not always do I do that. 
Bro, honestly, I, I didn't do it when I went to your place, and I don't know. I, don't, I just think I used the shampoo and the body wash. It doesn't matter either way. The body wash was in a bottle. All you had to do was squirt it or, or put some in your hand. You weren't touching anything that I – you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a weird thing. You know Bro, what I mean? Just so, you bring your own, guys. Bring your own. But anyways, I do – I don't know. I like it. I like the socks – sock in the soap soap in the sock thing i don't know i'm interested i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and try this house and i'm telling you right now i'm gonna try this but uh it's gonna be a hard conversion because it's very easy she did say it was like good for like natural like natural stuff like you're using less plastic it's a reusable sleeve whatever um i agree with that like it's very nature friendly but from somebody who's been using body wash for a heck of a long time flip the cap squirt it out do you think smell good it's gonna be a weird transition to put this uh to put a dove bar soap in, in a sleeve um but i i, I might try it I might try. I just want to throw it out there. She DM'd us about it. Never heard about this product in my life, guys. Honestly, look it up. Soap uh, sleeve, slope, slope, uh, soap sock, if you will. Never heard of this in my life, but intriguing. Very intriguing. Um, the only time I ever heard of like soap in a sock is like you put the soap in a sock and then you like, beat someone up with it. That's yeah, all. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought you put weights in a sock. I didn't think it was soap. You put like a bar of or something metal in a sock and beat someone up. I feel like that would break the sock. Prison rules. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let me pull the polls for this week. Uh, we had, like I said, we did play uh, a classic makeup game here, guys. So I do apologize for that. I got to flip through like 177 of them. Uh, Nick, I tried using your addicted lo- joke on um, on a couple of my friends the other night, and they ruined it. Travis and Josh, you guys suck. Uh, what didn't work? Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. I was like, it was clearly obvious where I was leading them, and they just wouldn't accept it. So they can suck it. Suck it. Um. All right, so the first one, like I said before, guys, body wash or hard soap. Uh, hard body wash, 80 to 20%. So 80 versus 20%. Body wash took the W, which makes sense, Nick. We both said body wash. Of course. Um, That makes I, – I, I, like I said, Allison, I'm with you on this. I'll try it, but I'm telling you it's going to be hard. Uh, Nick, this was the other big one. I was really excited to see the responses we did. I did open response. First thing you would buy if you were rich, so like the F you money, what would you purchase? Um, Allison wrote a house, the same one who suggested the soap sock, a house. That's a classic answer. And that seemed to be the common theme. We got a lot of houses. Um, I had some others, uh, Cass wrote a house as well. And then a car with the customer app because she's bougie. Uh, our own, uh, queen behind the scenes, queen behind the scene, Hannah, um, said a bunch of like crazy items, like wish list items, like jet skis, uh, traveling abroad, uh, something like that. You know what I mean? So I thought that was a good answer. And then our own Travis, boy, shout out Travis, personal chef, best answer by far. Ooh. Personal chef, best answer by far. I think a, a trip to space is the best answer. Trip that, that combines. I would want, I would want a trip to space. I'll go with you and then I'll, I'll bring the chef. <laughs> oh, I like <laughs> Yeah. Solid stuff. Solid stuff. But that was good. Some good responses there. Uh, next one up guys, eliminate daylight savings time. I don't remember if I pulled this out of my ass or if this was in the show or not. Yay or nay for eliminating daylight savings. 78% yes, 22% no. So a lot more in the yes than the no. Um, eliminate daylight savings time. I agree. I think we're past that, but none of us are really farmers. So what up? Uh, next Real Nick- quick, Fred. I will say I was driving to my friend house, friend's house after work yesterday, and I was driving through uh, the farm fields, and I did see a poor farmer at like five o'clock outside in in his field on his tractor and he had to have the lights on and think about if you didn't do if they had regular daylight savings time it would have been nice and bright for him the question is 
the question is though, was he out early? Because it also gets like I wake up to a bright sky at seven a.m. now, so it goes the other way. It goes. The I other mean, way. who wants to wake up early though? No, your day actually shortens though, Fred. Farmers do. <laughs> like that's the whole point. All right, all right, moving on, moving on. Man, this one had me fired up. I can't wait to get into it. Food delivery apps. You know how off I went on them last time. You did it too. DoorDash, Uber Eats suck. We did. I did food delivery apps. Yay or nay? Um, solid split. Forty-eight percent yay. 52% nay. There's only a couple of votes, Nick. So I'm very anti it, as you know, but my youngest sister is very for and does it all the time. And every time she does it, I, I can't help but just judge her. Yeah, I just, I, I'm falling away from it. I'm falling away from it. I can't just go get the damn thing. Order Bro, I'm telling you, I don't I'm telling care. you guys, they're eating your fries. They're touching your food. <laughs> they're they're taking that extra pickle on your sandwich. Watch out. Nick's about to release the documentary and it's gonna blow it's gonna whistle blow this thing wide open. Okay. No, no, sh- um, don't tell him, dude. I ain't telling him. I ain't telling him. Coming to Paramount Plus this summer. <laughs> All right. Um, Nick, next thing up. Uh best video app, okay? Vine or TikTok. This one hurt my feelings. Forty eight percent Vine, fifty two percent TikTok. We're right on that fifty fifty mark couple votes, and they got TikTok better right now. Dang. That one I thought hurts. vines are funnier. I mean, TikToks are pretty damn good though. I do be passing TikToks around a lot, so I, I, I'm not knocking it. I just think the vines are better, guys. You know, look at all those chickens. Way better. Way better. All right, what's the next one we got here? We got um, better cookie, Nick. This one's gonna hurt your feelings. Biscoff versus Pepperidge Farm. Overwhelming. Nineteen percent to eighty-one percent. Pepperidge Farms. Anyone, I bet all those people, half of those, most of those people didn't even have a Biscoff ever, though. So. Nick, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Three votes. That's that's awful. It was, it was, it was yeah, all those other people have never had a Biscoff cookie. Go on a Delta plane or go to your local store and get a get one. Trust me. All, all the other Trust ones, me. bigger, big, massive turnouts for votes. This one, not, I think they just didn't know what a Biscoff was because we. I think we only had, what, 26, 26 votes. So on this one, it was kind of low. Um, the other ones, that's why I'm switching percentages. I'm not counting this, these damn things out. But yeah, Biscoff lost. So You just can't count. Yeah, I can't count. Um, micro brew or macro brew? Uh, this one was an overwhelming again. Micro brew won 82% to 18. What? Um, I, think it's, I think for our age group, breweries and, uh, breweries macro and stuff. Macro brew, yo. Give, me a, give me a light, yo. Give me a bush. Guys, give me a Coors. Give me a Michelob Ultra. This is why no one. This is why Nick has no friends, guys. Listen to what he's saying right now. Listen, like I said, back in college, Keystone, fine. If I'm getting trash beer, fine. But if I have oh. a choice in it, I'm getting flavor. Oh, micro. sorry. Let me get my fifty dollar treehouse beer. Mm, sorry, mm-hmm. me, Nick. Take your eighteen and get the hell out of here. Um, Nick, next one. Would you pay two hundred dollars for Bluefin tuna sushi? What, no. How do you think it went? Talk to me. How do you no. think it went? I don't know. Maybe yes. Actually, I think I said yes. Why not? If you have the money. You said yes. Yeah. Would you pay $200 for bluefish or sure. bluefin tuna sushi? Nick, overwhelming response, 72% no, 28% yes. They were like, no, not. that's too expensive. That's what it said. Yes or too expensive? They wrote too expensive. But whatever. If I provided it for you, you wouldn't have no problem eating it. Oh, <laughs> whatever. All right. Be like that. Uh, last one. Uh, was it last one? Two more. Uh, do y'all use, uh, I wrote, <laughs> I use my southernness. Do y'all use toilet paper as a seat cover in public restrooms? Yeah or nay? Nick, this one's going to hurt you, buddy. 55% nay. 45% yay. But I'm talking about, they know we're sitting, they're sitting down on that gross toilet seat without the toilet paper? 55%. 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I really thought Nye was going to be higher. I use it. You use it. That's I really thought it was going to be higher. Disgusting, dude. You got people because, people walking around with these like wet butt, wet butt, and getting all their underwear all wet. That's just gross, dude. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. I don't, I don't know how uh, I feel about that one. That one hurt my soul a little bit. And then the, this was the last one, actually. Um, lime scooters, guys. I preached it. I, I still preach it. Have y'all ever been on a lime or bird scooter? Uh, th- again, we actually had monstrous turnouts on these votes, guys. Um, 57% yay, 43% nay. Uh, so that's that. 57 yay, 30, 43 nay. So again, right up the middle with these splits on these votes. So um, yeah, that's all there is to it. Love, love Lime and Bird. If you haven't, if you're one of those 43 who haven't, 43%, get on one, guys. Epic. Epic. But those are your vote. Those are your polls this week. That's it. That's Pull Palooza. Get you caught up, guys. Every week, we're gonna put them out either Sunday or Monday. I'll try to be better on the weekends for you guys. Um, at Full Circle Podcast, tell your friends, get everybody involved. Even if you don't listen to the show, vote. Okay, it tells a lot about people. It's very interesting. I Even if you care. don't listen to the show, vote. So that means they're not listening right now. I'm just saying. Well, I meant like the, the people that do listen, tell their friends. Like, go tell your like tell your grandma to get on Instagram and vote. No, dude, I don't want these bot accounts voting, dude. Not me, making my polls right. Got you more grandmas voting. You would have had way higher in Biscoff. Period. Period. Don't at me. Maybe. 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 Uh, Nick. About that time, we're actually a little bit past halfway today. You want to get into that fun fact for us? Uh, sure. Fred. Yes. Did you know former President George uh, George H W Bush Senior? Ooh, the senior. Yeah, you know he in in World War Two he was uh he was in the Navy. And the he, senior. Yeah, and uh, during one of his he was a Navy airman actually, and during one of his bombing runs, his plane got shot down, and he was the actually, only survivor. He was the only survivor of his three man crew. I actually had heard of this, like no bull crap. There's a book about it. Yeah, so I don't. Know, I just thought that was crazy, dude. He, like a former president got shot out of a plane and survived. He's the only survivor out of the three people on it. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Um, I, I the only like I said, the only reason I even knew about that was I was big in like military books back in high school, so I read a lot of like Tom Clancy and stuff like that, like fictional military stuff. Um, I did dabble with something, and it was like I want to say there it, there's a famous book about it too, about his rescue too. Um, or something like that. And uh, I thought it had something to do with uh, like Iwo Jima specifically, but I, I might be misthinking here, but yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff. He was in the actual line of fire and then turned out to be the president of the United States. That's the kind of people that should be running this damn country though. If I'm getting political for 10 seconds. Okay. More. I, mean, I kind of agree. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're, if you're willing to go through all that hell for this, for this flag in this country, man, you should be sitting in that seat. So I, I, I mean, not that I lived through a lot of George seniors, uh, or like remember a lot of George Senior's policies or what he did, but whatever. So there's that. So do you know like uh, every five years on his birthday, starting when he was like seventy two or something, for every like fifth of his like so that seventy five, eighty, eighty five, ninety, he went skydiving. No, that's crazy. Yeah, because I think so when he was seventy two, he uh he decided because after he got saved, he's like one day I'll skydive again. So when he was seventy two, he did it. And then he That's did it incredible. when he was 75, 80, 85. And he did it when he was 90, even though he couldn't walk and he was wheelchair bound. I was going to say, I thought he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, he pictures. was, but he still, you know, he was strapped on someone and did it. I don't know. It's just what crazy. An, what an animal. That's what crazy, an absolute dude. stud, dude. You know? And that's that's what I love to hear. I love stories like that. Um, no, you know, I, I love to hear, that. Fred. I would love to hear what that is this week. Dude, we got a good one. We got a good one, Nick. It's called The Mortal. You ever heard about it? Nope. Probably not. 
That's right, because it's new, Nick. It's always new. New proprietary technology, Nick. Nick, you ever get tired of your wife having Tupperware parties and ruining your house space, Nick? You ever get tired of not having enough you time? Get yes, all the time. Get the mortal, Nick. And it's a pop-up portal slash man cave, okay? What you do is it's proprietary technology. It's the size of your phone, okay? You put it in your pocket. It has three buttons. You hit them in sequential order for a size, small, medium, or large. And then, bam, you throw it on the ground. After 15 seconds, it pops into an instant man cave with your own talking fish head mount on the wall, Bud Light, um, half-naked lady, neon, lava lamp, pool table, darts, and half-used love seat. It's, it's got it all. It's, it's incredible. It's the mortal, guys. Get yours today. I don't even care if you're a lady. Are you tired of your man playing video games, ruining your whole crap? Get the mortal. Turn it into a lady cave. I don't care what you do. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. We support it here at Full Circle, guys. Support those who support Full Circle. Get the mortal today. Get it today. That's it. That's it. Go get it. Why are you still listening to me? Go get the mortal. I think it's on Amazon. Go get it. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Um, Nick, I got two what? things I want to get into. I would like to – I have an important topic, Fred, to get into before your next topics. All right. That's fine. I was hoping you'd say that. Go ahead because I want to see mine for, for the back. Oh, there it all goes. Good job, Cat, you piece of shit. All right. Go ahead. So while you're reading that wonderful ad, I got a text from my mother. Okay? Ooh. I don't normally like look at texts on the show. I'm focusing, but it's from my mother. at 10 p.m. This is interesting. I'm intrigued. So it was a picture, and it was – my mom said, look – I made my first meme for you, smiley face. And it's a picture of SpongeBob. It's one of the memes of SpongeBob with like, he's looking at a paper and then he puts it in the fire, right? So the first image is a piece of paper, full circle with Nick and Fred. Then it's SpongeBob looking at it confused, right? And then it shows him throwing it into the fire. Like, wow, this is trash, right? <laughs> so I respond to my mom. I was like, that's not a good meme though. That's making fun of my show. And she, she responds saying, it's cute. I'm not making fun of it. So basically, she was trying to make a good meme for us, and she actually instead roasted our show. That's hilarious. That's classic, your mom, dude. She actually follows us on Instagram, I think, and then like she was made a comment on it about um, how much she enjoyed it. I think it did something on Facebook, too. She liked a Facebook post or something. Yes, well, um, she she tried to make a nice meme for us to post, but instead actually roasted our show. Do, does she listen? Does Susan actually listen to this show? I think on occasion. Oh my God, Susan! I'm sorry that Nick's your son. I'm sorry that we're not funny, but this is it. I'm this sorry you have to listen to Fred. This is our legacy. I'm sorry she has to listen to you, Nick. I think you guys want to hear about George Bush Whoa, Senior. I actually bro. did. But... Do the man cave. Do the man cave. It wasn't Whoa, called the man cave. It's a mortal. A mortal game. Well, <laughs> I put words together. I'm funny. <laughs> it's called the mortal. And how dare you talk about our sponsors like that? The mortal. Nick, Bye, guys. you wrote something down. I mean, we could get into again. Like I said, a lot of a lot going on in sports this week. Mexico lost to Canada. Is that what this is about? World no, Cup? that's actually that's my topic. I wanted to bring up. Okay. Why? Bring it up. Like, do your job. What do you? My topic I want to bring up was a text from my mother. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, what about this Africa qualifying crap you got written down? We'll do that at the end, right the before the NFL point. picks, because they're sports. So we can talk about your topic. Oh, first. you want to do it? So you want to go into my crap first? Yes. That's what I'm asking. Okay. Yes. All right. Guys, last Google submit of this week. All right. And I know we don't have a lot of polls, so I'll pull some on my ass for the Instagram. Okay. But this oh. is important. This is important. Yeah. Um, before the show, guys, um, I was reading a little bit more about this Kyle Rittenhouse thing. And, and me and Nick have agreed to not go o- overly political. 
on this show. So I won't, I won't get heavy into it. I could have done more research, but I think for the sake of the show, we're going to keep it light. Kyle Rittenhouse is an 18 year old uh, that was recently convicted or not convicted. I'm sorry. Accused of killing three men uh, during some black lives matter protests in Kenosha, Michigan. Okay. And I've been watching clips of this. Like we talk about TikTok in, in today's culture where it's snippets, everything kind of out of context, whatever. But I saw a couple of TikToks, which made me look into the full video so I can fully understand what the hell is going on with these things. And I just want to say, all right, Fred Hot Take, that if you guys are ever in a position of power or presence in the national media, okay, try not to make a complete ass out of yourself. Like there's no lighter way to say that. And I have two examples. I'm going to play the audio on the second one for you guys in a minute here, okay? But I'm going to open with this trial, all right? I didn't do a ton of homework on it. Um, because it really is annoying to follow, but prosecution versus this Kyle Rittenhouse kid was going after his use of video games, making him wanting to kill three people, even though it was completely self-defense. All three guys have a record. I'm not making a statement here, guys. It's all fact. You can look it up for yourself. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm just telling you the facts, okay? He's accused of killing two. I think he injured the third, but didn't kill him. His argument was self-defense, and there were six counts against him, including homicide. And... They were all, I think they were recently dropped, but I could be wrong there as well. The problem I have is the defense or the, um, the prosecution against this kid was horrible. They had this one guy coming up talking about hollow point rounds and asking the kid as if he was a bullet expert on what he should expect from a gunshot or a bullet trajectory or this and that and the impact and what a high caliber bullet is versus it. So bad, guys. Okay. And you could look this all up for yourself. So bad that the judge in the case had to correct to the prosecution and be like, dude, stop asking him dumb questions. That's how bad it was on national television. So even if the kid was like, even if there was a shot at this kid being one way or the other, and my, I, I, I do have my own opinion on this. You made an absolute mockery of your profession in your career doing what you just did. And it, it's not the first time this has happened. That really, really grinds my gear. The second time was previously guys. And I showed Nick this video is Connecticut state's uh, state Senator. Um, Dick Blumenthal, I don't know what the origin of the trial was, guys, but Congress was going after like internet play things like Facebook. Um, I think it had something to do with privacy and stuff like that. And there's a clip, I'm going to play it for you right now, okay, live on the show, um, of, of Dick Blumenthal asking Instagram um, executives why they cannot guarantee that Finstas will not be a problem. And for those who don't fully understand that, Finstas is second, secondary accounts people make to either like troll or go into niche groups or like their own posts usually, just like fake Instagram accounts. So like it might be like Fred Ghoul and I'll go like all my own stuff. Or I'll, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. You Yo, know what I'm, I'm going to make an account Fred Ghoul, dude. Bro, you know what I'm saying? But that's a Finsta, right? And they're treating it like it's an actual item, like it's an actual service. Like do your homework. If you're going to go after somebody – this is nationally recorded news of you being a complete moron on TV. And I'm going to play Blumenthal. This is the Blumenthal audio for you guys. I showed Nick before, and then we'll get into Nick's thoughts. So here it is. Will you commit to ending Finsta? Senator, uh, again, let me explain. We don't actually, we don't actually do, do Finsta. What Finsta refers to is young people setting up accounts where they want may want to have uh, more privacy. You refer to it as privacy from their parents. What, what 
in my interaction with teens, what I've found is that they sometimes like to have a, an account where they can interact just with their, with a smaller group of, of friends. Finst is one of your products or services. We're not talking here about Google or Apple. It's Facebook, correct? <laughs> Finsta is slang for for a type of account. Okay, it's well, not. It's not that type of account. We, I, I'm not sure I under, understand exactly what you're asking. What I can say is that based on what we've seen in terms of, of teens using those kinds of accounts, I mean, I'll just kind of lay it off of there, Nick. I mean, it's pretty clear there. It's he thinks it's a definitive service or something. What they, there's no way for Instagram execs to know what is a fake account and what isn't. Um, I mean, it's some of them are very easy, but some of them are a lot more involved. It, it's just, but you're, you're, you are representing the highest level of government in this country. You're supposed to be the most intelligent elected people that we have. And it's just amazing how dumb some of these people sound on national television. Now I'm going to, I'm going to let you get into your thoughts and I want to ask you a question. It might go a little bit deeper here, but what, like when you showed, I showed this to you originally, you laughed. What are your thoughts on stuff like this? Am I, am I overboard here? Do you feel the same way? What, what do you think? I mean, Donald Trump was president. Idiots can get high in the office. I don't. It's, I don't know what do you expect. I know, dude. It's it's just dumbfounding. Like I, I, I'm not even gonna BS, right? I did. I was a Trump supporter, okay. But the guy couldn't talk for anything. I might, I might agree with some of his policies and not some of others, okay. I was very, in, you know, I'm very in the middle politically. I would say, but like the guy didn't know how to speak to the media. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I just don't understand it. Like the one thing you should, the one thing I give Obama credit for and amongst other things, amazing public speaker. It is insane that we went from Obama who can speak the way he does. All right. My, again, same thing. May agree with some of his policies, disagreed with quite a few. It be what it be. Right. But the man could speak. It was captivating. It was intelligent. It was meticulous. And we don't do that anymore. There's no accountability. It just seems like that's across the board in politics. It's nuts. It's nuts. Dude, yeah. That's it. That's uh, all yeah. I, was I just don't know if I'm like going off the rails here because I see this. Like, I'm seeing it more and more. I don't ever remember seeing a Congress congressional session being aired on TV going, wow, these guys have a like a 13-year-old a, a understanding of how things work. But, Nick, this is going to lead in my last question. I'll make it a big poll this week. Do you think there should be a younger age limit on national politicians? Yeah, dude, I think you should allow younger people in. I don't know why you're just letting these old kooks in there that mm, they don't even know what Finsta is. Come on. They don't even know what Insta is or Facebook. Like, can you stop with the privacy? Like, you're not even asking the right questions. There's definitely issues there, right? If I'm searching pizza, why does it come up on every ad afterwards? I don't, I get it. Like, the fishing and all that crap, I get it, but like, not really. So put somebody in there who understands it, but craziness. Absolutely, no, yeah. you should let like younger people like yeah. Just because you're old doesn't mean you know everything. And then when you're older, completely pretty out of touch with like people in their twenties. And there's a lot more people in their twenties than like old people. I don't know. I don't see. I'm with you on that though. Like I think 18 or teens are too young. Like it wouldn't hurt well, yeah. to have somebody that, like 30. That, I don't know. It wouldn't hurt to have somebody on a staff that can like preach to that age group or understand more of the up and coming stuff, especially as technology is like growing so heavily. But like I think mid 20s, late 20s should be allowed on a, on a board or a panel for full understanding. Might not be in top level spots, but they should be able to like you know fully like advise some of these other. I, I don't know. It's just stupid. Whole thing's stupid. That's that's my hot take for this week. Nick, let's get into sports stuff. We'll get into the Africa qualifier. We'll get into the NFL picks, songs of the week, and we'll get out of here. What do you got? So this story is hilarious, Fred. So for those of you who don't know, currently 
So the World Cup is in 2022. So currently they have all of the World Cup qualifiers, right? So earlier this week was an African qualifying game. It was between Burkina Faso and Algeria, and it was played in Algeria. So Bur- Burkina Faso, which is, you know, uh, African country since they're playing Africa qualifying game, needed a win against Algeria in order to move on to the next round of qualifying. So just a side note real quick, for those of you who don't know, like ties happen in soccer. Ties are a thing that regularly often, happen. Often they might So if the game was a tie, a tie or a win for Algeria, Algeria moves on, and Burkina Faso only needed a win, right? Just a little side note. But So what Burkina and Faso did, I hope I'm saying that right. But anyways, what they did was they brought to brought with them to when they traveled to Algeria, they brought a witch doctor and they brought the witch doctor out on the field and had the witch doctor put a spell on the field in the entire stadium in order to give them good luck so they would win the game and move on to the next round. Did it work? Well, Algeria caught wind of this. So you know what Algeria did before the game? They brought in an exorcist in order to break the spell that Burkina Faso like put on the stadium so that it wouldn't work. And the That's game hilarious. ended in a two-two in a draw with Algeria <laughs> moving on. That's hilarious. I uh, love that. That's just funny. You never see that in American sport, but they take that that culture is so heavy over there. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. It's just funny because, like, yes, it, soccer is huge, and they want to all win. And then also, yeah, like, more over there, there's a lot more people that believe in witchcraft and stuff like that. So that's why but we would actually do that. Nick, this explains one thing clearly. What? Exorcism beats witchcraft because they didn't win. They, they canceled they out. They canceled it out, they yeah. No, so. No, or, or maybe. Are you um, saying they're equal? They just canceled- I'm saying. Maybe they just canceled each other out, and that's why it's a two-two tie. He didn't beat dude, it. Yeah, tie. Dude, crazy philosophy guys don't know what to do. Witchcraft versus exorcism. Does it cancel or does exorcism beat? Because technically, the people who needed or had the spell cast needed the W, and they didn't get it, which would mean the exorcist beat the spell. So yes, that is true. I don't know. So I don't know. Poll we got a whole, whole mess of thing. Yeah, we got a whole mess. Of I don't even know how I put that in a poll. <laughs> I have no clue how I'd twist that into a normal question. All right. Nick, NFL picks, you already got them up. Run it through us with the boys. Get us up to date on the current record. What do we got? Last week, guys, Fred went 1-2. and two. I went 0-3, so it's my first time going 0-3 in a week. I've had the two bad uh, – my two past weeks have been bad. Fred's haven't been great either, but the current records are I am 18-12 and 12 on the year, and Fred is 16-14, and 14, only two games behind 10 weeks through the season. Catching up. So, Catching Fred, up. this week, Thursday night's game – Tomorrow, we got the Pats, who are six and four, at the Falcons, four and five. I have the Patriots. Who you got, Nick? This is weird, bud. All right, but I am an avid NFL follower. You know this. The Pats, I do like here. Okay, I like the pick, but the Falcons just absolutely, absolutely annihilated by my Cowboys. I think it was like thirty-seven to three or seven or something. Like it was atrocious. I think they're going to come back with a vengeance. They're at, they're at a near five hundred record. Um, I they might not beat the Pats, but they're going to make this very close game. I'm putting my money on the Falcons on this one. That is uh, good logic. I do like it, but I think you're wrong. I'm with you though. I can't. I mean, it I hurts. I did put my name near the Pats to start, but I just think the Falcons took a brutal loss. I think they, that, that no way they go brutal loss two in a row. So it'll, even if they lose, it'll be a close game. But it is what it is. Nick, 
the stink show, the Steelers take on the Chargers on Sunday night. Who you got? I have the Chargers, and I see you have the Chargers as well. But Fred, I'm curious. Going by your logic from last game, the Steelers had an embarrassing tie with the winless 0-8 Detroit Lions last week. That's exactly it, Nick. The, the, the armpit of the league is the Detroit Lions, and they tied them, which means the Steelers are now the left armpit of the league, and the Lions are the right armpit. Everybody can beat them out. Chargers, easy. And our final game, the 3-6 and six Giants at the 6-3 and three Buccaneers. I got Bucks TB12. Who you got? Nick, the Giants got the Danny Hands. Danny Dimes, he can throw, he can catch. He's freaking God, but it's not enough to beat seven-time champion Tom freaking Brady. I And I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not voting for the damn Giants. Have you lost your mind? So, yeah, I think this is going to be closer than they think. The Bucks have honestly let me down. I got Tom Brady in fantasy. He's playing like poop. They just lost to Washington. Will they lose to the Giants? Will the Cowboys be the only NFC East team that they beat this year? We'll find out. Come Monday night, guys. I got the Bucks on this one as well. Uh, me and Nick have every pick the same, except I got to take a switch, try to gain one back. I'm going to go Falcons over Pats. I think it's funny because I was listening back to an older episode to get our picks because I was missing one week to get the total record. And you said the exact same thing about the Giants last time. They were an option on one of these and three they won. Games. Literally the exact same thing. And they lost and you picked the other. No, the Giants didn't win. You picked the other team. and. Uh-huh. But you literally said the exact same thing. It's just hilarious. What, the Giants suck? Yeah. No, that, that you love Danny Dimes. He's amazing. But your Cowboys fans, you can never pick the Giants, and they suck. You said it's just the they exact same thing. They almost got the worst luck in football, too, though. They have Saquon Barkley, one of the best running back talents. He's been hurt all year, back and forth, can't play, can't play. He's all over the damn place. They have no consistency at wide receiver. Defense is Swiss cheese, but it somewhat holds up, but never against these big scoring teams. Giants ain't going to go anywhere. They're just not a sound football team. Their coaching's awful. I hate Jason Garrett. He's an old Cowboys head coach. Trash. I can't. I can go into this all day. Jamie and her family, all New Yorkers, love the Giants. Alethea. Um, it, it, it's garbage. They're, they're garbage, and that's it. So even Leanna and freaking Brandon are are garbage. And I don't even know who Brandon's favorite team is, but he's in last in our fantasy league. This is me rambling. I'm probably gonna cut this out, but whatever. Nick, song of the week. What do you? Got? You're not gonna cut it out. Song of the week. Uh, Holiday in Cambodia by the Dead Kennedys. I don't know if I've heard that one. Holiday in Cambodia by Dead Kennedys. Like, I'm going with another Joji classic. I think I've already done it, and I apologize if this is a repeat. I'll pick another song, put it out soon, guys. Your Man by Joji. I love Joji. I've just been cruising to Joji lately. Big fan. But that's it. That's your songs of the week, guys. This has been a crazy episode. We talk politics. We talk sports. You don't like it? Rock, paper, scissors with me. We'll make a decision. You know what I mean? But that's it. That's Wednesday. We're trying, guys. I'll tell you right now, too. Sorry. I know we're getting to the hour mark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, me and Nick are going to talk about it. We haven't decided if we're going to do an early show for Thanksgiving. I'm on the road next Tuesday. So if we do something, we might do an early. uh, We will release it on Wednesday, but we might record early for you guys. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned. We'll get you more information on the Thanksgiving episode. There may not be one. It's the holidays. I like my family sometimes. A couple times a year, got to act like I like them even more. Nick has to do the same. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. So where there may be a Thanksgiving episode, we don't know. It's nah. a surprise. We'll keep you posted. There will be most likely. Probably. Who knows? Whatever. All right. Most that's likely. it. That's it. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. Check Follow us on Instagram. Online. Check shoot us on Facebook. Fred. Rock, paper, scissors, Whatever. shoot. Rock, show or scissors. not show. Bam. Rock, Gun. Paper, shot scissors. you. Bang. Bang. Thank you for listening to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. Be sure to check out our sponsors and follow us on Instagram at full.circlepodcast for polls and updates.
get this stuff cookies. Guys, honestly, oh, there it is. See, I had to try to stop it. It just doesn't work. Government cheese, though, guys, no one eats craft singles. Period. Period. 